Hello, you're listening to episode three of the Alt Brow Podcast. It's a 420 week this week in the Bay Area. I'm recording this now on uh, the 22nd. And yeah, if you saw the pictures coming from Hippie Hill and Golden Gate Park, you'd know there was tens of thousands of people out there with this giant cloud of smoke over the whole park. Uh, I was over in uh, Mission District and it wasn't much better. And uh, yeah, so pretty crazy out here in the Bay Area. So I decided to invite a friend of mine, Luigi Diaz, local comedian here in Oakland, uh, to come talk about some of the comparisons that can be made between beer and the world of cannabis. Um, Similar aromas, similar demographics, similar cravings for Taco Bell. So yeah, enjoy this episode, and please, if you're not already following us on uh, Instagram and Facebook, uh, hit us up. It's, you know, just Google search Altbrow, easy to find. Thanks so much for listening, and enjoy. I don't know if you've observed, but in craft beer, it's like, really a lot of crossover going on between like you know weed culture you know the whole 420 thing and beer and so i was just you know wanted to come in just talk about it, you know have some notes and stuff just yeah you know that's what's up yeah so i mean do you have a preference on your on a favorite sticky green bud is it strictly uh weed or is it also hops i know you like your beers too right yeah i love my beers <laughs> As, as far as, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but like a lot of, obviously there's a lot of crossover, not just in, with fa- fan base of these uh, two mood enhancers, but also there's the, they're in the same plant family as far as hops go. There's some uh, common uh, oils. And so I see you did bring some samples uh, yeah. of things we can smell. And Full different ones too. Ah, okay. So what did you bring us? All right. I brought, brought some Indoor Blue Dream, uh, real good sativa hybrid. It's like blueberry... Uh, indica and then uh, sativa haze, okay. really good. So we're we're gonna we're gonna s- smell these because mm. Luigi here is the expert when it comes to uh, that that side of things, and I like to think I'm I'm well uh, learned in my beer, but you know, since we're doing this, I wanted to bring in an expert, so we'll try something a little bit different here. Yeah. This one smells very familiar as far as again hops and we're going to get into some beers i want to have you smell some of these beers and mm. some of them specifically they were going for that aroma so yeah sometimes i see uh when i go to you know beer bars or like a brewery and i see the the hops like the the um like the jar they have yeah. a, they look like they have like a jar it, of yeah like they're a, nugs i mean full of nugs yeah. you're like yeah <laughs> can you even smoke a hop so you-, you can um you wouldn't want to put it in a bowl or something and smoke it because it's not going to be good for your lungs, the combustible material, the oh, plant ma- matter. But um, some people will vapor, you know, use them in a vaporizer. But even then, it's not that great to inhale. But it's interesting. I've seen people take um, the volcano and at the very, very lowest setting, grind up some some whole cone hop, throw it in there and very low settings. You can get all the aromas that you, a lot of the aromas are more character that you're going to get in the beer. Oh, it's wow. one thing cause you can rub them together and you get them heat activated with your friction in your hands. But, uh, this brings out a whole other thing. So it's kind of fun if you, uh, if you see someone with a, uh, a vapor of uh, like a volcano. Yeah. That's the best one to like, you know, get some hops out of it. We'll probably go to like the spark. 
Yeah. <laughs> down yeah. there in San Francisco and start bringing some hops. We were like, whoa, what the hell are you smoking there? Yeah. Like, so what is the second one here? Uh, that one, uh, what does it say? Oh, that's Tahoe OG. Okay. Tahoe OG. Oh, my God. That one, actually, uh, we tested it. My friend grew that, and that tested to, like, 26% THC, which is ridiculous. <laughs> that's, ri- that's pretty gnarly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that one is a heavy indica, so, and it'll literally put you to sleep. There's, like... So this is something where if you, you should specifically smell, um, like, Citra and Amarillo hops, Motueka hops, some of the, um, the really fruity ones. This one... For the listeners, smells just like tangerines, basically. Yeah. Really, really citrusy. First one was more, like you said, a little bit berry. Yeah, no, it's berry a little bit seeds. more musty, earthy, and berry. This is actually talking about crossovers. This is a Dutch treat with Girl Scout cookies. Bay Area <laughs> Girl Scout cookies. This is called the Dutch cookies. It, it smells like it's uh, like some kind of baked goods. It's got yeah. a little bit of a... Yeah, that's interesting. So are these names just like based off of the characteristic or is it just something like a lot of them are just kind of silly names people are coming up with? I mean, you know, I I mean, for example, this one, the last one, it's actually Mr. Nice, which is <laughs> obviously it's not giving much description. Yeah, but it's it's uh, they actually named it after the, the ganja smuggler, like from from the Oxford. He's like a uh, so he's a famous he in, was a in, famous like doctor, like a, a professor. Right. He just started doing ganja smuggling back in the. Back in the 70s. Okay. When it was cool to put hash everywhere and you could just <laughs> transfer it through the airport. Nobody knew what skunk smelled like. Call it skunk. See, this one's like lemon and herb. Yeah. And you know those people that are already doing, uh, of course, since it's, uh, you know, legalization that's starting to pop up medically and recreationally across, the, you know, different states. Uh, they are doing uh, weed and beer pairings. Yeah. Yeah, it is a thing coming up now. In Humboldt, uh, last year, there was a wine... And butt pairing. That's and that's how. And it was in the in a uh, humble newspaper. Will be like, well, we have the strawberry banana Kush, which by the way, amazing weed. <laughs> strawberry banana, you already have it, and it literally kind of tastes like it. Uh, right. So yeah, the strawberry banana Kush with some Chardonnay, and you're like, what is it even? And it and it's from. So you're not this- really sold on it, and then you try it, and you're like, holy shit. Nah. Yeah, no, you're still not sold on it. No, I, I, I mean, I like all this stuff. You yeah, know I mean? but you like your wine individually. And yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, I like, I like having my smoke on the side, and then having my, my wine drunkness, and the right, because it's a whole different buzz. Now, you, now know? you don't feel like, I mean, I get crossfaded. You know what I mean? If I switch liquor and beer, I get messed up. I can't. I couldn't imagine doing wine and pot. Like I just can't. It sounds like a bad idea to me. And in, in, a, in a social group where you have, like, so many people that you might not like. Because not every stoner you like. You know what I mean? And not every drunk person you like. Or, right. I don't know, you're just, like, being high. Imagine the ideas that are running in that place. The drunken highness place is going on. I, don't, I just don't think it's a great it's, idea. Yeah, it's probably a, kind of a recipe for trouble. We've talked in the past about uh, edibles and tinctures yes. and things. Now, have you ever had a beer that has weed or anything infused in it? Have you ever heard of anything like that? No, I have not heard so, of it. Yeah, I know that there's some home brewers doing it, but commercially, I hear people asking like, "Why hasn't it happened yet? If if it's state legal, or if you can come up with a reason for it to be medically." Um, useful. Why isn't it being sold at you know dispensaries? And wh- what I've found out is that uh, although breweries are state uh, licensed, they are also federally licensed. So until it becomes uh, federally legal, you're not going to f- see commercial breweries 
actually being able to do that. Going to brew but, like that. Yeah, yeah, but there are, but it's uh, a lot of brewers are down. There's a lot, like a lot of, uh, you know, beers out there with inspired by, uh, this other sticky green bud, as I mentioned. What do they do? Do they mix the hops with the buds? Uh, so you use them in sub- like substituting, basically. So the there's uh, you know water and alcohol and proteins and fats and sugars that are in the beer that uh, THC bonds differently to different things, and you're going to get different qualities. Um, alcohol, you know, if you've you know I've heard it's like tinctures, pretty yeah, much. yeah, essentially like, tinctures, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it will get some of that. And then also if you add enough of it, you're also going to get similar flavors from, again, you've got the same oils that are in hops that are in bud. So, yeah. So apparently there are homebrewers doing out there. I did some research this morning before you came over. Google search homebrew talk weed beer, and it's a message board, and they'll, it's homebrewers, and they'll show you how to do it. It's pretty homebrew fun. Talk. Homebrewtalk.com is a home, homebrew nice. message board, and then you just Google that, homebrew talk, and then whatever subject of beer, and usually there's somebody over the last you know, eight year history of this thing that somebody's done it. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. That is pretty gnarly, especially eight years ago. People are always like, Hey, yeah, have all this amount of wheat. Let's just do some beer now. Right. So, um, did you know that there's a, a local brewery who actually got in trouble for naming their beer, uh, after a, uh, weed reference, um, ale industries here in Oakland, they had a beer called orange kush. And it's an orange, like citrus beer. And after they got in trouble for it, they they called it orange shush. Like, orange. yeah, yeah, like don't yeah, exactly. Yeah, I um, like that. But I do. I wrote down a couple uh, beers you might be uh, interested in looking for if you want to if you want to get into some of these crossover beers. Um, so Sweetwater Brewing has uh, basically there was an interstate that was supposed to be coming through. It was Interstate 420. It never got built, but they just kept it. So they have their uh, 420 pale, and they've really uh, ran with that whole connection. Magic Hat Brewing has their high PA. The high PA. Yeah, they're running with that one. Dark Horse Brewing. Uh, this is a draft only one. They actually have a beer that they wouldn't be able to get a, 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 a label. All labels actually have to get approved by the federal government. So when you can't just put whatever you want on a beer, yeah, you actually have Things to, yeah, you have to send things to a government agency and they approve the label. It's basically like, uh, remember they had uh, Camel cigarettes and yeah. they basically don't want cartoon figures and things that are going to be appealing to children on cigarette packs or on beer labels. And so they have to make sure that there's that. And they also don't want uh, drug references uh, now, but we're going to talk about some people who have kind of gotten around it. So, so, wait, so camel pretty much. That was an that, example yeah, where oh, it's yeah. like, you know, if you're talking about an adult, uh, something f- consumed for uh, adults like cigarettes or beer or, or you know, spirits, yeah. uh, it can't be attractive to children. Cause, essentially. Cause that camel is the I've, coolest. It's the coolest. Yeah. He's a cool motherfucker <laughs> for sure. I mean, if Chester Cheetah started uh, smoking crack, you know, it, kids are going to start. Yeah, well, he seems like he might. Yeah, I but think yeah, he, that bag like, is full of rocks. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's that's what <laughs> it's, it's uh, not Cheeto dust all over his fingers. It's something <laughs> going on. It's real uh, dust. So there's also uh, Mount Shasta Brewing, which is in the town of Weed. So on their labels, it said try legal weed. Yeah. And then it says uh, they've also got a Kettle House Brewing has a beer called Old Bong Water and a, a fresh hot beer called <laughs> Fresh Bong Water. 
Yeah. I don't know. So these are all beers you got to start looking for, man. Old Bong Water. Old Bong Water. Yep. Jeez. Yep, and spelled O L D E. It's like a beer reference when you do. Old. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like a porter. It's like some English style. Nah. Ye old Bong Water. You know, something like that. Are you, are you familiar with Oscar Blues from Colorado? Yeah, actually. Yeah. So they again, have that uh, really good Scottish red ale. Yeah. Ooh, so th- that's that Gubna, I think, is what it's called. This is what their um, this is their session IPA. It's called Pinner, and you, as you can see on the can, says "Can I be blunt?" And then uh, on the back says "Sip, sip, give" instead of "Puff, puff, pass." Uh, yeah, do you it's want also a brown? It looks yeah, like a blunt. A, yeah, it's, yeah, it's basically got a kind of brownish gold uh, wrap, and it looks it looks like a, a zigzag um, wrapper. Paper, yeah. Wrapper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you want to just do you want to describe what a pinner is for anybody who doesn't know? Pinner is the kind of joint that you don't want to smoke with your homies. <laughs> when you bring it in, you're like, "Oh man, this is not what it is." You've got it's all paper yeah. and very little filling, essentially. But, but, well, the idea behind this one is there's a lower ABV beer, so uh, it's like it's just a little, just a little something, just a little to, taste, yeah, exactly. So they've, I mean, they were really throwing this out there, obviously with the the can, the slogans on the can, and on their press releases, they were saying, "Oh, you know, it's." Yeah, we want it to smell like Bud, basically. And you know, even where it says Colorado, is or Colorado, it says Colorado. Like Rad is capitalized, yeah. the rest of it is undercase. So Colorado. they're going for it. So hey, cheers, man. Cheers. Let me know what you think. Not quite as aromatic uh, as as like you might expect, but it's a pretty solid little session IPA. Yeah. Yeah. It smells like a a little really, really citrusy in a yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's definitely got some citrusy to mm-hmm. it. So it's those American style hops for sure. I was trying to get some hops for this so we could actually compare what you brought, and I just I, the only hops I had in my closet were getting a little stanky. They're old. They're like turning yellow. This is some stanky wheat. Yeah, I know, but they were not in a good way. <laughs> so what do you think? Ooh. This is really good. Yeah, I enjoy it, and, and yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's an IPA. You know, usually for an IPA, that's that's like what I expect. It's like you expect really, really strong mm-hmm. hops. Yeah, and this is a, a pretty mild. Uh, yeah, I could, I could stand. I could go a little bit further with it, but it is refreshing. You know, Definitely. that's why I kind of wanted to start with this one because the yeah. next two get a little bit more intense. Can I be blunt? <laughs> pretty good. There you go. Love it. Some of our listeners may not know Luigi here is a local comedian here in Oakland. Do you have any? thing going on you've got a show you got a show you run right yeah yeah i have two i have uh Sleesoy comedy grindhouse which is at thrill house records which also it is uh record day today yeah record store day yeah, yeah, record that's store right. day, and they have a party going on there but yeah every last thursday of the month of any month we have a show in the basement which is basically stand-up comedy at first and then we play a b-movie you know st- straight up a grindhouse right play some b-movies c-movies whatever and you just bring your own, bring your own beer, bring your own butts, bring your whatever you want, really, and have some fun. It's uh, donation based, and then we have a uh, brainwash. This is the last wash, Sleesoit's last wash. It's the last Friday of the month, fourth and, Friday of the month. Sorry. And brainwash is in uh, Soma in San Francisco. Yeah, it's Folsom and in, in between seventh and eight. It's actually right by City Beer Store. That's why I always remember. Yes, yeah, it is so. actually. Um, and then where's Thrill House Records? Thrill House Records. It's on Thirtieth and Mission. Right next to Seven Eleven, cool. Really good, yeah. But it's really, really fun to go. Have you noticed, uh, you know, when you're drinking your beers and you're talking, you know, and or if you're at your local dispensary, do you find it's a very similar uh, clientele? Seems to me when you walk in, it's still white guys in plaid and beards and 
It's about the same group of guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're always asking a million questions, even though right. it says like, specifically what it is in yeah. front of it. You know? Well, yeah. See, with beers, they'll ask, uh, you know, what are the IBUs? What are the SRM? All these things. And of course, they're asking, what's the CBD level? What's the taste? <laughs> so, Bro, and, and kind of like, what's your favorite? But what's the what's the taste like? Yeah. How high does it get you? It's like, well, it'll get you high. It's like, how drunk will it get you? Well, you know, it has 4.9% alcohol. So you might need some more. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's pretty straightforward. That's why I hate those questions. Today, I was at Taco Bell. Nothing to do with this. <laughs> Heard a lady say, this is my first time at Taco Bell. And literally took about seven minutes to order her <laughs> $5 meal. Like right. seven minutes at the drive To be fair, the Bay Area is not, doesn't have a lot of Taco <laughs> Bell, so it might be foreign for a lot of people. I'm from the Central Valley. There's a Taco yeah. Bell on every other corner. So I know my order very well by oh. now. <laughs> so. The guy behind me was laughing because I was just going, I'm like, no way you're doing this for seven minutes. It took me 30 seconds. Yeah. Because you knew it. Yeah. I, was, I already know. <laughs> I get Crunchwrap Supreme Sub Meat for Beans. That's what I get. Two of those. Yeah. Delicious Good order right there, man. You need to get on that. Uh, <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could do the potatoes, too. Yeah. Um, so do you feel like it's just like, it, it? going back to the question about like the kind of people that you get coming into bars and also into like dispensaries and mm-hmm. stuff, is it, we talked about the connection with the actual ingredient being hops and bud being in the same plant family, but do you find like culturally it is the same group of people? Do you find it's like the same demographics, that kind of millennial? Well... I mean, why do you think when when it was when I was growing up, we didn't get good weed? You know, we had all that shitty weed, and then there's also shit beer. Yeah, there is shit beer, <laughs> but then you also when we started getting all that, all that good weed, where we used to call it, it's like, yo, you got that white people weed, <laughs> which is, <laughs> which is basically what you're saying. Yeah, in a way, because it's true. I mean, it's not that it's it's just because white people are better or anything. It's just the fact that that's what you related to. It's like we will like something much better. We will like something. Delicious, like craft beer. I had, didn't right. have a craft beer until I was like 19, which is not legal. Yeah, but, yeah right. <laughs> but still. But we're, no. I'm from Puerto Rico, so it's yeah. fully different. It's, it's very different. Yeah, legal but... there, it's nine years old, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Eight or under, you're allowed to say, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. And even then, you're not going to pull the beer out of their hand. Just as long say, as you can put the beer on the counter and they can see your face, you're good. It's all that's, good to go. Yeah. That's how it works. Um, do you feel like some of these brands, like you know, I mentioned some of these beers, uh, do you think people are just jumping on the bandwagon? Like not just in beer, but as far as like, you know, everyone's got, you know, branding, everyone's doing, I mean, look on Instagram and it's, everybody's just trying to, to jump on whatever is hot right now. And it seems like, especially like with, um, you know, vaporizers and, you know, the vape pens and all that stuff. Like Everyone has them. Everyone has their own little vape pen. Yeah, Juicy J has his own. Yeah, well, Big Crit. Everyone has their own vape pen. This is going on right now. You know, this is where people are getting all their money. Like right now, if you see all the designs in shirts, like Supreme or anything like that, Huff, it's all weed. And they yeah. sell like fucking crazy, you know, because everyone smokes weed. Everyone has their own thing. And, uh... You know, now that I'm thinking, <laughs> I feel like it's actually pretty good for everyone to, sit. to yeah, jump yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, fuck, why am I not jumping on it? You know, I'm already yeah. doing it. But it's just... next. Know, the next Thrill House is going to be sponsored by... <laughs> by some, weed. By some dispensary <laughs> of some sort. Have you ever heard of uh, the GABF, Great American Beer Fest? No. That's in Colorado every year. So um, I was reading an article today that said that basically when everybody comes to town for the GABF... All the dispensaries uh, basically double their stock because, like, people are coming from all over the world 
to go to this beer thing, but then they're like, oh, well, while I'm here. Get in the weed. Yeah, yeah. that's that like game every, too. every time I hear someone say, oh, I'm moving to Colorado. Oh, it's like, oh, oh you, you like you're, weed. Yeah, yeah, you're like, you're trying to grow weed. Like, there is no line anymore. It's like when I moved over here, it was like, what are you trying to do? Well, I'm trying to do comedy and grow a little bit of weed to see how it goes. Because in Florida, everywhere else, they'll fuck you up. You know what I mean? Right. And so you cannot lie anymore. I mean, you're going to Colorado to smoke weed. And uh, you're going to Portland. I mean, you're going to Oregon to smoke weed. You're moving to Seattle to grow and smoke weed. Like, don't lie to your companies. Don't lie to yourself. You're doing it. Right. You know? I, I kind of wonder how many of the, these uh, breweries that have all these like weed references drug test their employees. Like, is, is it them jumping on and just doing something clever with a label? But in meanwhile, their actual um, kind of company culture is not actually all that cool. Hmm. Kind of makes me wonder a little bit. I thought about calling their HR departments today and just, you know, excuse Asking. me, I was just wondering, I was thinking about applying for a job. I just had a question. Uh, do you guys drug test? Like, yeah, so maybe we'll, uh, we can do that right <laughs> now. And I'll see, what, I'll see, I'll see what happens. Yeah. So I'm going to get up that second beer. Let's do that. Be right back. And for those who are listening, if you don't know your order in Taco Bell, uh, please just start practicing, start learning the menu because there's people like me who get very angry at your seven minute order. <laughs> All right, second beer. This is from Stone Brewing. They have a series called the Enjoy By series. It's an IPA that they really want to be drank as fresh as possible. So they put on a date, and it says Enjoy By, and then the date. And they really do try to take it off the shelf as soon as it gets past that date. Uh, so it guarantees that you're drinking a, a fresh beer. But I will say that you know they could pick any date. Of course, they picked Enjoy By for 2016, which is this coming Wednesday. I'm kind of sad they didn't use the stoned brewery. Yeah, yeah. It's again, you got to be careful, man. State level, it's the ABC, and then but they don't do labels. They just are doing licensing, and then on the federal level, it's the TTB. Used basically connected with ATF. Nice. So you're gonna see a lot. Mm-hmm. You're gonna smell a lot more on this one compared to the first oh, yeah, one. Yeah, definitely. Higher ABV, more hops thrown in there. It's really good. Still light. Yeah, I mean, for what we said, it was nine four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still pretty dry, but about double, almost double the ABV of the first beer we had. This is definitely the kind of beer that all my homies in the kitchen will get. <laughs> like, what's the one with the highest ABV? Oh, we have what I want. We haven't got there yet. Wait for the third beer. Oh, shit. we're just going up. So that's the only way to go: go higher, higher, and higher. And, and on now four twenty. And let's and let's talk about that. Uh, that higher uh, THC level stuff that you were talking about. I was like, I mean, when you're enjoying uh, different different types, different, I mean, are you always going for the the big time ones? Or are you sometimes you want to smoke something a little bit lower? Like, what's the, you know, as somebody who doesn't uh, experiment with all different kinds of varieties of of bud, it's just it's like you know. Uh, mind-blowing to me like the uh, variety that's out there now oh no definitely i mean even to me i used to get uh what was called regs or arizona that was it it was like yo you got the arizona and that was like the best shit in the world but no um definitely right now i do i i'll go with indicas because i like feeling stupid and forgetting things just like <laughs> earlier uh you could just drink to do that yeah but when i you know the thing is that if i drink i get sleepy Right. I get I get that sleepy, but, it, but isn't that what Indica is always referred to as Indica Couch? Yeah, Indica Couch, but I'm still my 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 mouth's still running. That's the problem with it, <laughs> ah, or 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 the benefit of it. Yeah, yeah, it's my mouth's still running. So with the beer, it's just 
I just get too... Uh, I mean, English is already my second language. It's already hard to speak <laughs> English. And then I start drinking beer, and I'm about to have a... The whole episode's going to be in Spanish, you know? Right. I, just, I just get just... Just in my in my own level, that's what it is. Right. With with Indica, I can just relate to everyone. I'm like, all right, you want to understand what I'm saying? I get you. With beer, I'm like, I don't give a shit if you understand what I'm saying. So you're saying maybe uh, weed makes you a little bit more communal, and beer makes you a little bit more like in your own. Like, I don't give a fuck. Kind of yeah, like definitely. Essie, for me, uh, I feel the exact opposite. Any times I've ever smoked, it just puts me in my own head, and I get start thinking like. You know, I can't, I'm not thinking about anybody else. I'm just thinking about, oh man, like I can't believe this happened today or I got that thing tomorrow. Or, or like, you're thinking what everyone else is also thinking about yeah. you when no one really else Nobody's is actually looking at me, <laughs> yeah. but everyone is definitely looking at me according to myself. That's yeah. what I think. And then with, see with me, with drinking, I'm totally like loosened up and like want to talk and see what everyone else is up to. And like, mm. yeah, so it's kind of funny. I mean, to each their own. But, yeah. Uh, Beer has always been like that to me. Uh, still enjoy it and still won't stop drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> but you got everything in moderation, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the actual um, active ingredient in hops is lupulin, which is basically all the resins and oils and everything. But lup- lupulin is basically the THC of hops, and it is a proven sedative, and it's supposed to kind of um, make you more relaxed and open. And and it's besides the alcohol itself, hops uh, high high hopped beers can also have the effect th- because of that ingredient, not because of the alcohol. Oh. Uh, there's even people who um, like old brewing texts that you can find where um, <clears throat> people will make a little like uh, pillow or a little um, cloth bag or sack full of like chamomile and other herbs, and they'll throw in hops and they put it under their pillow at night. It's supposed to give them like more like lucid dreams. Yeah. So it's 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 not just this like flavor additive. It actually ha- does have some some effects. Not not to the degree of of weed, but uh, they're definitely there. And I can say that I've had. There was a beer that uh, Mikkeler from uh, from Denmark. He put out that was uh, like one of the most like insanely hopped beers. It was almost just kind of a gag, like to see how much hops you could put in. I think they called it 1000 IBU, which means like to give you an idea, like a normal double IPA is like 80 to 100 IBUs. And that's the bitterness that's added by a, a certain amount of hops. You can measure like, OK, it's going to add this many bitterness units, international bitterness units, IBUs. So like 80 to 100. And this was I don't think it was literally a thousand, but he put as much hops as he could. And I remember drinking just one 22 ounce bottle and for a guy my size and like my experience drinking i can put down a 22 doesn't matter it's fine and but i did it on an empty stomach and i felt high i felt i was floating at the end of that it was weird like so i was on a lupulin high for sure oh shit i didn't know that actually had i mean you know being hops being family from from i mean being the uh are they even family actually yeah they're in the same plant plant family family. uh cool that's a nice well, i wasn't wrong that's good <laughs> well yeah being in the same family um i wonder if you know how they're doing like the wax and all this tinctures can they do tincture with that uh lupulin is well it, there right? well there's more and more experiments going on with how to preserve hops because they're only harvested once a year and i'm and i was actually going to talk about that too about um people experimenting with indoor grown hops but, uh, so we'll get to that in a sec but uh but yeah right now they're only harvested once a year and so then that's around October usually. 
And uh, so now people are trying to come up. I mean, hops freeze pretty well. You can use hops from the previous, you know, up to about a year or two. Mm. Too stretching it, but you can make it a year until the next harvest. Um, pretty well, but there are they are gonna deteriorate a little bit. And there's definitely like when you get those fresh picked hops, it's definitely like uh, a lot str- like more aromatic. So there's more and more experiments on like how to best handle them. So you have whole cone hops, which is basically the bud taken off the the vine and dried, uh, and then packing you know vacuum sealed and throw it in the freezer. Then you have hop pellets, so you actually pelletize in like a zero oxygen environment. You're grinding it down and putting it. It looks like rabbit food, and all, uh, all you know. Some people swear by whole cone hops. Some people swear by hop pellets. Um, the hop pellets are. It's easier to like put a measured amount into your beer. Like you know, you're it's a little bit more steady. Like you know what the outcome is going to be. Whole cone hops. There's a little bit more variable like you know flavor that gets put in you can't just strictly do it by weight sometimes you know it changes um but then there's people talking about i mean even like the terminology that with weed and with uh hops uh, i've heard about people using a hop hash that like they're you know what i mean like a concentrate there's hop oils that you can use a hop extract for bitterness that so if you want to add bitterness to the beer uh, without adding plant material that that might turn grassy over time, uh, you can do a hop extract and it'll just add bitterness without adding any of the vegetal matter. Yeah, I was gonna say like pretty much like they could do like a a, a shrub. Yeah, yeah. Like back in the day to do yeah. that or uh, I mean when I said tincture earlier, I know beer already is kind of like a tincture when they're doing that. But I mean like for someone who doesn't just want to drink, right? You know, an IPA or something, and they just want to have the. Uh, what is it? Lupulin. Lupulin, not lucid. Yeah. I just want to be lucid. No, lupulin. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, for people who just want to maybe have that and, and see if there's any uh, health benefits out of it. Yeah, I mean, uh, it'd be curious to try. You could definitely, I mean, people have done like um, hop infused grain alcohol. Like, you know, you can put a bunch of hops in your vodka and see what happens. And mm. yeah, I mean, there's people who make hop teas. There's, I mean, hops have only been in beer for about five to seven hundred years and beer has been around for ten thousand years so it's relatively new and there's even even though it's been around as long as it has it's still being a lot it's being learned learned huh. yeah so what well, beer was made before so they called it gruet it was like a spiced uh just you know you throw in chamomile or cloves and yarrow root and all these things like whatever spices you had uh, locally you would yeah you still were you're still cooking your grain Converting the starch to sugar, having the sugar eat uh, eaten by yeast, making it alcohol, and that's beer. And then you would bitter it with something different because it was too sweet. So that's the whole point of adding hops is uh, as a bittering agent to balance the sweetness All from the malt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they were just using different things. In fact, I have a a um, book in the other room I'll grab for you called Sacred and Herbal Healing Beers, and it's all about indigenous beers. And this guy has gone all over the world and spoken with, like, uh, you know, local tribes about what were their uh, fermentation, like, cultures and what were they doing, what were their rituals. I'll let you, I'll let Whoa, you take a look at it. <laughs> cool, yeah. yeah and then I have nice. another book. It's called The Homebrewer's Garden, and it's all about just different herbs and, and things that you can throw in your beer and what they're going to do. Some of them are for bitterness. Some of them are preservatives. Some of them are, you know, just for flavor. Shit. Yeah, so there's a lot you can do with beer, man. Um, it's it, there's there's as much going on in the weed world as in the beer world as far as experimenting and figuring out 
that's beautiful. How I to mean, best that's, handle stuff, you know? Yeah, I'm just glad that it's not just throwing hops in and people being like, that's very hoppy. You yeah. know? It's yeah, like, no. There's like, well, because the hot, the whole IPA game, man, like everybody drinks IPAs. Yeah. And so everyone's trying to one up each other as making like the most dank IPA. And so people are learning like the hop contracts with farmers is a huge deal. Um, you know, there's a hop shortage that's on the horizon because there's, new breweries are opening up and every new brewery is making four IPAs because that's what's selling. And those are hop heavy beers. So there's, uh, the, basically the supply demand issue, like the, the hop growers are not coming fast enough to keep up with the number of breweries that are opening. They should start doing some light depth. <laughs> so like, okay, let's talk about the, uh, you know, the, um, indoor grown yeah. hops. So the problem is that, uh, you know, weed, uh, the amount of money that people are willing to spend per pound uh, you know, or by weight uh, for a weed is a hell of a lot more than what you'll buy hops. Like a pound of hops commercial or to like a, a brewery will range depending on how rare the hop is and what the you know, supply and demand is from $7 a, like a pound to $25 a pound. Oh, wow. And so it's really yeah. not that much compared. So the cost of like your all your lights and your heating and everything and your property to do it indoor it just doesn't make sense well light depth is actually uh outdoor and greenhouse okay and what you do is you use uh the sun and light and everything you cover the greenhouse so right. you're making it indoor outdoor right so you're getting indoor quality but outdoor outdoor so there's in the most recent issue of beer advocate magazine there's uh, f- uh some farmers or one of the more recent issues there's some farmers um that are basically doing that with their during the day they're using uh the natural sunlight they're you know supplementing at night with solar power basically uh lights for their plant for their hops that are charged the battery is charged uh with solar panels so so during the day the hops are getting the sunlight and the solar panels are charging a battery and at night those lights pop on use that battery until the sun comes back up and then during the winter there's like a underground system that is um, during the summer there's like these pipes with water that are uh, heated up and then during the winter that heat is stored and then slowly released to keep this greenhouse like the right temperature. And so according to that article, you know, like I said, hops are usually just one harvest per year. Mm -hmm. They've got this one up to like over five harvests per year. And hops usually take three years to mature to a, to a yield that you want. It's kind of like grapes. Like you have to let the grapes get at least a couple years old. Um, they've, they've got their, uh, hop binds uh, mature in like one year. Like it's really crazy. So that's new technology. They did a Kickstarter for it and everything. Yeah. yeah. So th- like I said, there's more stuff coming. Like it has to be because the as craft beer is booming and IPAs when, keep getting more popular, you got to come up with more ways to bust out more hops. When is the hop season? When do you start? Har- like not harvesting, but when do you plant? So basically, right after the last uh, frost, oh. and then and then you um, you have they, the root looks like a rhizome, or it, or it looks like ginger. It's called a rhizome, but it looks like a piece of ginger. It's got like the weird kind of like bulbous thing that stretches out in a couple different directions. Mm. So you plant it and um, you'll have these little, you know, shoots that come up and then you have to train it up a uh, wire. So you have like a trellis system. And so that's the thing is like with bud, you definitely want to keep it standing. You can use like some those like those tomato plant wire yeah, things wire, yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah but with with hops they want to climb like it, during their peak days they'll grow like uh several inches a day 
on like during the summer and they'll Whoa. and they'll and you have to train them to wrap around these like wires or these like tw- this twine that you go up to the top and then uh hop yards they cut the top like there's like a, a truck that'll come by with a guy like three stories up he's cutting it off and they're laying him down and then it goes into a a machine that like picks the hops off of them and then you have to dry them it's this whole process man i'm gonna be up in oregon next month i'm gonna it's not during hop uh hop season unfortunately i'm gonna go try and check out a couple of hop yards because that's where everything's growing is in Oregon and Washington. Yeah, there's none in California. I was no, there's hop farms, but they're just not putting out the um, the amount that people need. You know, not far from here, there's uh, Hopland, which was like you can yeah, uh, I, off I the freeway. Yeah. You'll see the exit for Hopland. Yeah, it was all hops out there. Basically, there was a case of infection and hops all over, and so uh, that was right around the time that um, there was a lot more uh, immigrants coming from Italy. And so they were coming and said, look, if these hops aren't doing for you, we'll grow grapes. And that's how the, the wine industry blew up in California, which has been great for California. But it basically wiped out hops in California. And so we're every, now there's a couple of people. I'm friends with this guy, Landon, at Binary Hops. That's outside of Bakersfield. And he's growing like heat-resistant hop varietals that were found growing wild in New Mexico. Like that, and so he's taken those like varietals or other varietals that are proven to be heat resistant. So yeah, there's a lot of they're trying to get it going back in California slowly. Slowly it's changed, but again, it takes a few years, and it's a lot of money to build the infrastructure for, to build those trellis systems and to build the irrigation. I mean, especially if you're paying twenty five bucks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're not even getting that much back. Yeah. So that's crazy. Can you um? Can you clone? Um, yeah, well, so that, that you take a cutting of that rhizome, that root, you just literally, you can cut it in half. You can cut it in fits. You can cut it up a bunch of times just plant it. It'll grow. It's yeah. So if you wanted, if you had a hop variety that you wanted from somebody, they'll just give you a, a cutting from their rhizome. Boom. You can grow it. Well, yeah, that's just really, cause I mean, I, I just know people who do like dip and, and they grow, you know, their own weed and they have about three. Right. Harvest that they do in one year, and they're killing it. Yeah. Oh my God. Are you serious? <laughs> well, because the price per by weight is a lot. You're gonna we a lot are more. a lot more. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. And they're but... and they're strictly selling back to the dispensaries, right? Yes. Yes. Of all legal. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna open up one more beer. What'd you think of that last one, the stone one? That was really good, actually. Uh, it should be enjoyed before four twenty. Yeah, that's for sure. So that's why we're recording this a little bit early. That's <laughs> yeah. This is what four sixteen or whatever we're on. So yeah, I'm going to get one more. So before we bust this one open, you're familiar with the term 420, obviously, where, you know, it's it's the stoner holiday, essentially. Do you know where that actually comes from? Like uh, who invented the 420 legend? Is it Adolf Hitler and his birthday? <laughs> no, it's no, not okay. Hitler's. Well, it is Hitler's birthday, but it, that's not where the weed reference Wasn't comes it from. from. Although the south? he, no, so it was actually from San Rafael, not far from here. Like right over the uh, the bridge. I heard it was like some kids used to meet up, but like yeah. So San Rafael High School, nineteen seventy or nineteen seventy one, maybe. These kids would sit on this little short brick wall, and uh, and they would basically like in between class and football practice and band practice and whatever else they were going with their day. Four twenty was the time that they could meet. So they would sit at this wall, 
one of the uh, guys, his brother worked for the Coast Guard and he was getting stationed somewhere else. And he, he showed them this map and he's like, yeah, he's like, there's a secret stash of like, there's a secret, uh, like grow operation out in West Marin. Here's the map. I've never found it, but you guys can go in. Like he was leaving. So they would like smoke at Centerville high and then get in their Cadillac and they would go and they never found the treasure, but that was the tradition. But the, so the nickname that those guys had other than like creating 420, which became like code, uh, you know, people would say, Hey, you got any 420? Like, you know, that was like yeah. 420 uh, friendly yeah. environment. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it was just how it was just basically how to say weed in front of your parents without getting in trouble. Uh, but the nickname they had was the Waldos cause they sat on that little wall, this little short brick wall. Right. So this is uh Lagunitas brewing the Waldo special. They brew it every year for 420. This is 11 and a half percent. Yeah, so we I told you we were going to jump yeah. up. Yeah. Oh so, man. Good thing I'm not driving. Yeah, wink wink. Like, you're not. <laughs> you're not. Come on. I'm not. All right. So, we're actually drinking out of Lagunitas mason jars as well. And you know, there's actually three measurements on the side. Uh 3.14, 10 over 6 and 420. Do you know what all three of those mean? Two of those should be easy. I mean, yeah, pi. Right. And then 420 on top. And then and what's then, what's 10 over 6? I I know what it means. I'm waiting to see if you do. No. <laughs> okay, so about to get 10 six bro yeah. uh so no it's uh it's actually the price tag that was in the mad hatter's hat in alice in wonderland it's 10 pence six shillings yeah. <laughs> so that's oh, where it comes shit. from all right let's see your glass pull up to 420 <laughs> all right i've had a six pack or three of these so i'll let you i want you to Tell me what you think of these ones. I was drinking these last night. Oh, I thought you meant like a six-pack already before I even got here. Oh, no, like, no. Oh, wow. No, no, no. <laughs> last night. Yeah, a lot more aromatic, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that that smells kind of fruity, too. Yeah, it's all hops. There's no fruit in it. Whoa. Yeah, it's, it's just like these buds in front of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's some good head. <laughs> so. Definitely heavier than the other ones. Yeah. You can even see it. A little the, sweeter. Uh, yeah, you can even see it's a little thick, cloudier. Th- thicker beer. Yeah. yeah. Delicious though. Yeah. Holy so shit. so those are out right see now. This right here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry there. I want to see this special. Yeah. Cool so, logo too. Yeah. It's kind of got the like Scooby Doo mystery van yeah. uh, writing on it. It's like green and purple. A little bit of the story of the Waldos kind of wraps around the uh, in small print around the label. It's got a point raised. So, and keep on looking. So did you know that uh, Tony McGee, the founder of Lagunitas, was just featured on? Um, Snoop Dogg's website, Mary Jane, M-E-R-R, like happy, like Mary Jane. <laughs> and he it was, he has a series that he's starting on YouTube called Highly Productive. And it's all about people who are users that are, you know, running businesses and they're taking care of, you know, really, really productive people. And so the first one was about Tony McGee and it shows him um, in the morning using his pen, like it shows him at a gas station picking up his a gas station coffee and a bag of chips on the way to the brewery. And and then it shows them vaping hops in the at the brewery. And then at the end, he says, uh, my name's Tony McGee, founder of Lagunese Brewing, and I wake and bake every morning. And then, that's the end of the video. <laughs> you should check. I'll play it before you leave. Um, wait, he, you said he's vaping hops? No. He, uh, yeah, so he's doing that whole thing I was saying with the volcano. Oh, the yeah, d- he's doing it in the... In the uh, in like at the brewery with like his head brewer and one of the other higher ups. Yeah. So he's, it shows him smoking his, from his vape pen all day, goes out to his farm, 
talks to some employees and then puts it away when he gets to the brewery because he can't smoke on site. Again, yeah. federally federally licensed facility. I will say that I don't think that they're jumping on any kind of bandwagon. If you, he's 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 throwing himself his face right out there, saying like, "Yeah, I smoke every day." <laughs> so. He even smokes a hops. That's how he knows yeah. the quality of Lagunitas. Uh, I, I think he was actually just doing the thing where you sniff it, like press it out of the volcano bag. Like, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I don't think it's good for your lungs. <laughs> so. It's like, the only way we check, the, how, this is how we check the quality in Lagunitas. It's, yeah. We smoke it. Yeah. So do you know that they actually got shut down for 20 days from the state of California? Uh, because this, they for twenty days. Uh, nah, yeah. that was that's. I never caught that. I'm gonna. Start, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna remember that one. Uh, they were shut down because the state thought they were selling weed. And they went undercover for two months trying to buy pot from the employees. Uh, but they couldn't. They never would sell it to them. They would only give it to them for free. And so they, <laughs> found, so they found two old prohibition era laws that were still on the books for shutting down brothels. They were like really vaguely written because they were trying to bust the mob back in the day. So they're like, let's write these really vague so we can just arrest people and they'll they'll like rat on on somebody, you know. And so that was they were still on the books. And so they used those and shut them down. And they made a beer about it called Undercover Investigation Shutdown Ale. Not kidding. <laughs> Yeah. It's the longest view. Hey, yeah, do you have an undercover? Undercover. Yeah, un- yeah, exactly. I don't think most people just put undercover on the board, I'm pretty yeah. sure, on the, at their local bar. But yeah, like I said, I don't, I, I think. Was, uh, it, was it good? Oh, it's a good beer, yeah. yeah I might, nice. I might have some. I'll, I'll give them to you. Yeah. You, guys, you have any local favorite uh, drinking spots? Any, any local bars? You mentioned the Good Hop. You yeah, could, I, I went there. That was really good. I spent a lot of money. That's uh, how it usually goes. Yeah. Uh, you're just like, oh, I like this one. Oh, I'm like, I kind of that sounds good. And then you end up spending eighty bucks, uh, but it's fucking good, good eighty bucks. Really worth it. Delicious. Um, places that I go to, I like, I like Amnesia. Amnesia is yeah, a great spot. Amnesia is fucking beautiful. I really like that place. They do comedy there. Tuesday I'll be morning. there on Wednesday at four uh, for four twenty. So I'll be at a Zeitgeist at four twenty, and they're they're drinking Waldo this beer. And then afterwards, I'll be down at Amnesia for their jazz night at 8 if you want to come by. Whoa. That's what's up. <laughs> so. Yeah. Amnesia is a beautiful spot. I like that place. And I, I, I like a Latin American club a lot. Like Legionnaire here in Oakland. Right. Really nice. Um, have you been over to Beer, Beer Revolution on 3rd and Broadway? I have not. I got to go take you out there sometime. Yeah. This show's, you know, it's all, it's only 3 o'clock. We got some time. Maybe we'll go... Yeah. I have a Saturday. I'm not doing anything. There you go. <laughs> Your girl's still hung over in bed, you told she me. She is, yeah. yeah. So you put it down last night, too? Uh, Yeah, I was <laughs> fucking out of my mind. I was be- it was a beautiful night. I started actually drinking a pretty good a, a red IPA. Uh, Do you remember who? Uh, Line 51. Yeah, so those are local. That's a local guy. Yeah, really good. Yeah. I went to Commonwealth. Oh, Commonwealth is also oh, that's really good. That's your spot, yeah. Yeah, really, that's my girlfriend's spot. She, okay. she swears by it. Yeah, she loves that place. So uh, we went there, and I was drinking. It's really good. Night, like eight point five percent alcohol, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So that's just like an Oakland only. Like it's it's literally he only sells it on places that the the fifty one bus, the line fifty one will like stops near. Oh, like it whoa. has to be like on the route. That's the whole thing about that beer. Which is the brewery? Yeah. So the brewery, it's. I think he does. I don't know if he has his own system or if he contract brews like on somebody else's. But yeah, all like. Any of his beers, from what I mean, maybe he's changed it as they've gotten bigger. But at least the original idea was like every any bar that was off of like the fifty one bus line, that's where he wanted to have his beers. That was the idea. 
So that's a great idea. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. First up, and it's really it's worth it, man. It's really worth it's a good beer. Getting on the fifty one and yeah, just that. and just do the tour. Yeah. You know, stop at every bar. <laughs> Anything you want to plug as far as any comedy stuff you got coming up? Uh, go check out TrueHustleEntertainment.com. Is it Lisa. Trill or Thrill? No, true, True Hustle, True, true Hustle. Hu- oh, okay. Like True, like hustling. Uh, way okay. true about it. Yeah, True Hustle Entertainment. True Hustle Entertainment. Yeah, that's the homies. Uh, Sleesoid Comedy. You can check me out. And uh, Throw House, Throw House Records forever, man. There you go. That place is a shit. Well, cool, Luigi. Thank mm. you so much for coming on. Thank you much, Tim. Thanks that for was bringing awesome. these samples. I hope you enjoyed this beer. Shit, you cool. know it. Cool, man. Thanks again. Thank you.